Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode one of the Drive the Lane podcast. And boy, oh boy, is it a good episode. Joey talks to us about what it was like growing up as an Ohio State fan and then becoming friends with those players that he watched on national TV. We sit down and have a conversation with the man himself, Jared Sullinger, Sully, the coach of the TBT team, Carmen's crew. We talked to him as he was preparing for the championship game. Buckle up hey. and drive the lane. They say that they winning, but to me it's just a blowout. Hey. Every week we putting numbers on the board, we show out. Hey. All it took was just a bit of patience with the grind. Hey. You can never hold hey. it back. Hey, 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 hey. In this game already. Oh, yeah. For this game already. Scheming, plotting, steady. Yeah. Hate on me so What's up, everybody? What Welcome mean? to episode one of Drive the Lane Podcast. I could not be more excited to finally be doing this for all you guys. Uh, hopefully you're listening to this episode and Carmen's crew is $2 million richer and hopefully you saw me at the end of the bench and I was celebrating pretty hard for them. Uh, we had a great time talking to Sully, um, one of the all-time greatest guys, one of the all-time greatest Buckeyes. Man, he was a pleasure to interview. Absolutely. Great guy. One of my favorite players ever, definitely. Andrew Zolden here, by the way, at Andrew Zolden on Twitter. But yeah. A great interview. He was hilarious. He gave us a lot of quality answers. Talked about Coach Mata. Talked about his teammates. Talked about the TBT. Really, I can't think of anything that, that we didn't cover. Yeah, I mean, Sully was so open, which was the greatest thing. And going into it, I told him, like, look, like this is not like a typical interview that you used to do in college or in the pros or whatever. Like, you know me. Like, we're buddies. Like, just talk it out. Like, we're here to have a good time. Whatever stories you want to share, nothing's off limits to us. And he, man, he delivered. Yeah, he even gave me some shit for uh, not getting into Ohio State, which was pretty funny. Hurt a little bit at first, but it was pretty funny. Yeah, but you're used to those jokes by now. (laughs) Yeah, definitely used to those. But, yeah, Joey, I mean, we definitely want to talk to you because you're unique. You're unique in the sense that... I'm so unique. (laughs) You're unique in the sense that we all grew up as Ohio State fans, and then you became a player. And a friend to these guys that we watched and really cheered for constantly. What well, what do you think the craziest thing about just showing up and who'd you talk to first? Just get taken away. Joey. I mean, wow, yeah, no, I mean, it is crazy because every time I talk about it, it's like it's it's what I really truly lived out my dream. And you know, that first summer that I got to campus, you know, I didn't really know it was expected, especially in terms of all the alumni. Like they are. All the basketball guys are always around, from your D'Angelo Russells to your Aaron Crafts to your Jared Sullinger's to your Evan Turner's. They're all they're all around. And so, for me, the most starstruck I got was meeting Aaron Craft for the first time. He was my idol growing up for obvious reasons. I mean, I saw myself in him. Granted, I I didn't play as good at defense as he did, but but uh, no one does. Yeah, but but I mean, I saw myself in him—a short white guy, point guard. I mean, I wanted to be like Aaron Craft. So when I met him, and he couldn't have been a nicer guy, I was like, wow, like. Like, holy moly, this can't be real. And that was pretty incredible. I mean, the greatest guy, they're all great guys. But but Aaron, I mean, we've become to be to be pretty good friends over my the course of four years at Ohio State. But, but when I got to Ohio State and met Aaron Kraft, that was pretty surreal. I think there's a lot of people out there who would be pretty jealous that you get to use the uh, F word, friend, <laughs> when it comes to Aaron Kraft, Selinger, Turner. And that's, that's very cool. You know, you being on campus... Got to play a lot of pickup with them, I assume. Yeah, I mean, in the summers, they're around, and we do a lot of, like, current players versus former players games, and, and they beat up on us pretty good usually, but sometimes we can sneak in a couple wins if we're playing a best-of-seven series. Sometimes even even beat them on an off night for them. Um, I wasn't always in those games. In fact, like, as me and Sully talk about, you know, in this episode, I was playing a lot with the with the older guys, which was fun for me, but looking back on it, maybe it was because the my teammates didn't want me on their team, which is fine because I got some dubs that way, but... Um, playing pickup with them was uh, pretty incredible. I'll never forget, actually, one of the first times I played pickup, um, D'Angelo Russell actually said, uh, hey, uh, walk on, why don't you uh, walk off the court? So uh, that was, um, <laughs> that was. I was like, what am I going to tell him? No, I couldn't tell him no, but so I walked off the court. But um, yeah, I mean, the pickup was incredible. As the years went on and when I could banter back and forth with them, it became even more fun. Um, especially because I hit one shot and, and I, I was trying to let the whole court know that I that I was here and I was making shots. So, Yeah, and if you don't believe in this whole Ohio State brotherhood, Ohio State family, just, just look at the TBT. 
Look at all the the players and the former coaches that are either involved or watching or tweeting about it. Like, this is a brotherhood. This is a family. And there's no better, like, representation of that than this tournament. And hopefully, like you said, you're listening to this and they won it all. They finished what they started. But this is definitely a family. And I think you have the privilege to be a part of this family. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the fact that I never played a single second with any of these guys on an actual team and and they've welcomed me kind of with open arms and with the TBT being in Chicago, they're like, yeah, Joe, come be a part of this. I mean, it's pretty cool. I mean, they... They um are a special group of guys. I mean, all Buckeyes like they have a we have a special bond, especially when it, when you get down to being an athlete, especially a basketball player. I mean, the un the unspoken bond that we all share with each other because we knew what we went through and we share so many different memories together. Um, it really is it, it's crazy, and uh, I feel it now more than ever being done with basketball. Um, but you really do realize you have brothers for life, and and my brothers luckily stem from more than just my teammates. It's it's all the Buckeye brothers. It's incredible. It's really something special. You know, I, I'm almost tearing up from it. It's yeah, just oh so, my God. You, just you can't see me, but I've, but I've been crying this entire time, actually. Jared Sollinger really was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's an understatement. Yeah. I, I mean, I've probably said it, and I'm going to say it a million more times. So I grew up, in, and he was my all-time favorite player. Yeah. And in an interview with your all-time favorite player, I, I think I kept it together pretty well, in yeah, my opinion. I was impressed. I mean... Me and Zolden were talking going into this, and, I, and you know, I told him, don't get your hopes up, because um, if, uh, I have a dog. Uh, his name's Rocky. He had some issues growing up where uh, he, if we left him home in the house, he tended he tend to poop in his uh, crate. So uh, what my dad used to say when we were getting home, he'd say, guys, don't get your hopes up. Let's just assume that Rocky pooped in the house, because then if he poops in the house, we were expecting it. And if he didn't poop in the house, then we were ecstatic. So whenever we were going to interview these guys... I told Zolden, I said, do not get too high, do not get too low, don't get your hopes up, because Rocky might poop in the crate. And then when when Rocky doesn't poop in the crate and we get the interview with Sully, it's time to get ecstatic, because it was, it was a heck of a time. Absolutely. Well, we're not going to waste any more time. Let's get to the main event, our interview with TBT Carmen's Crew coach, Jared Sollinger. We now have on Drive the Lane, Jared Sollinger, you know him as Sully, current head coach of the Carmen's Crew TBT team. Sully, what's it like being back with all the guys coaching on this incredible tournament run? It's fun. It's fun. Especially when you get to draw up plays that you know that will work that Coach Mata never drew up for. (laughs) So it's always fun to play with the guys, man. The guys are... We do this every summer. We come back, we play open gym, and now we actually get to compete for $2 million. So it's, it's nothing like putting on that, even though it's not <clears throat> Ohio State. Um, we like representing Ohio State, so it's a lot of fun. I, I can only imagine. Do you wish you were out there playing like the last no, couple of years? No, you know? no, no. I like, I like the sideline. I like the sideline, but it feels good knowing that I don't have to ice after the game. So we might as well set the record straight now. You're a better in-game coach than Coach Mata, aren't you? Uh, no, 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 no. Yes, I am, actually. Yeah. I, am. I am, I am, I am, I am. I think Coach Mata didn't make the adjustments right on time. Did he give you any tips going into this? No, no. no Did you no. ask him for any tips? Heck no. <laughs> you know, Coach Mata, mind right, game right. Mind right, game right. I didn't have time to hear that already, so... But See, but you had it already. Yeah, we did. We did. We did Daily Dozen, actually, for shooter. There you actually. go. So exactly. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun doing I that. I miss Daily Dozen. I'm not going to lie. Holman, don't do the Daily Dozen if you're listening to this. We don't want to do that. No. But I don't know what that is. And I it's it's some 12, 12 different layups. If you miss the layup, basically, you just get. All you hear is bulls. <laughs> <laughs> it's, either, it's either bulls doing that or Dickerson yelling at you. That's it. <laughs> but what's funny is, like, my fresh, freshman senior year, obviously, the coaching staff changed a ton, but. Daily Dozen was something that me and, like, Eagle and Kyle Davis and Robbie, like, we talked about every single shoot-around all four years because, like, you always got that one guy who – probably not for you guys. No. It's, well, are you serious? Yeah. We're, it was, we was bad at Daily Dozen. Oh, one yeah. time he made us do it twice. Well, we did – I think my freshman year we had three times the entire year where we got – where we made every single one. But what's crazy is we had every guy dunking it except for me. So, like, guys were missing dunks. Uh, I, was, I was the only one that I could never – I mean, like, I shouldn't say could never because I made it. 
almost every single time was left hand, left side reverse. I don't know what it was because I wasn't jumping. Like, you know what I mean? Like, That's the I don't hardest finish one. like that. Mine was the slide shot. So you have like those with <laughs> Dickerson stand like right yeah. outside the block and you have to jump and like avoid them in the middle of the air and lay it up. Because in the game you're just going through them. Yeah, I'm going through them. <laughs> I'm, and I'm laying on top of you for you taking a charge. So I just couldn't stand that layup. Did yeah. you ever get uh, really angry in practice and throw the ball in the air like you did against Northwestern that one game? You remember what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. It was probably no. worse than that, right? No. Yeah, me and Bose always used to get – well, Joey, no. Yeah. Bose is the main guy. Oh, he's, he's killing your ass. Like, he's killing. Like, Jeff Bowles, ultimate hype man. He'll yeah. hype you up. He'll hype up the other guy. So, me and Bose just always get into arguments about, you know, dumb shit. Did he recruit you? He was your recruiter? Uh, No. The person that recruited me was actually John Gross and Coach Mata. Okay. And then Coach Gross left for right. OU. And then Bose, I think Bose took over mm-hmm. for either Gross or – yeah, he took over for Gross. Yeah. Did he? Yeah. I think so. So, yeah. And then Bose – Or was Bose there before? Bose was there my and, junior year. But Jen, high Jen was there the whole time, right? And Jen came my second year. Okay. Jen gotcha. came my second year. They came and watched you when you were wearing your jersey that could have fit around the whole team. You were wearing the baggy yeah. high school jerseys. Yeah, 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 exactly. Those those are the hot jerseys oh, right yeah. there. That That's was like right before they started going back to like tight jerseys. Yeah, but the only problem about tight jerseys is like you wear them too tight, you can't see the grab. Like the loose jersey, your jersey automatically comes out. Uh-huh. You always run to the ref, especially TV tape. Yeah, yeah. Like, Yo, my jersey, look, sir. Look at my jersey. <laughs> look at my – what you want me to do? That was, That's why I wore baggy jerseys. You always get the call for some dumb stuff. Oh, man. Um, one thing that Coach Mata used to always say to our team, because we stunk, as you remember. Yeah. We, weren't, we weren't bad. That's, that's bad. Because we were a very above-average NCAA basketball team. But for Coach Mata's standard, for Ohio State standards, not very good. But what he used to always hang over our heads, he used to go, guys, with Sully and Kraft, we practiced for 45 minutes a day when we were playing hard. <laughs> is that true? That is facts. We, <laughs> listen, the first – you know how the beginning of the season goes. Yeah. You, get, you get to October hits, you're practicing hard. Maybe, you know, a couple, two days here and there. But you're going hard for about two, three hours almost. As, as long as they'll let you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No NCAA violations around here. No, but, definitely And then you, you turn around and you get into the season. And then all of a sudden, Coach Mata, he skips the star drills, uh-huh. the box-out drills, and all these good passes. If you're winning, drills. if you're winning. If we, you're didn't winning. Skip, we didn't skip. <laughs> if you're drills. winning, that's key. If you're winning. And then we'll get into practice. And then practice is just like 45 minutes of And what did he call them? What did he call them? I couldn't even tell you what he called them. Run and shoot. Yeah, yes, that's exactly what he called it. Because I remember when we had a run and shoot, it was like a holiday. And we didn't get shit done because because we stunk. And we had guys like, you you know who I'm talking about, who would take it as a day off. Literally go in there, warm up, five on five. Coach Mata. Five on five. Yeah, exactly. And and then 25 free throws. 25 free throws. throws, Especially if you're in the Recorded. If you're in the practice Recorded. gym, 25 free throws. Where he's yelling, Robbie, Robbie, take him down for yeah. us. Yeah. And, yeah, I mean, we would do we would do a little bit of running, maybe a little Duke layups. You remember that? Pass it, run behind. And, yeah. We didn't see, do that. see, we would do that. We didn't we, do that. If, we not only were we bad, we weren't in good shape. And then we would do we would do five on O. We wouldn't even play. Because if we played, then we just start turning the ball over and then it turned into a two and a half hour. Yeah, practice. and then he takes all them stickers down. Remember the. Uh, we did. The we did. That used to hang <laughs> up for every – so if you get seven turnovers, that team that gets the seventh turnover, on the line, you got to run. So my favorite <laughs> my favorite Coach Mata story, which I won't go into too much detail because I love the guy too much to really go into too much detail, but we had the ball rack with ten balls on it. Mm-hmm. As soon as we turned it over ten times, when you lost that tenth ball, we got on the, run, we got on the line, we were running 22s or whatever. Hold on, about Y'all got – hold on, before you finish your story, you got ten. I mean, I'm just throwing out – it could have been It could have been seven. No, it was no, a no, ball no, no. Rack. You heard it first. You heard it. You heard it. You said ten. <laughs> we'll use yeah, ten. That's fine. No, we they held you to a higher seven. We weren't going to the final They held you to a higher seven. I don't care. <laughs> seven turnovers is valuable, especially he starts them at the beginning of practice, and you're, on your, you're either on red or scarlet or you're on gray. Yeah, we still but, own that. Right, but but you guys were practicing for an hour. We're practicing for two and a half hours, and we can get three more turnovers in that hour and a half. Well, he extra. used to start at Star Drill, and he used to basically. We didn't do that. We were just doing it for five on five, like ODO. That's no, what we were doing. No, it for. I used to love ODO, but go ahead. Yeah. So, but first of all, we had on this team we had thirteen guys. I'm not in any of these. I'm not in any of these <laughs> games, especially as a freshman. And we, by the time the tenth ball got on, 
he was like, all right, everyone on the line. I jog over because I'm the good walk-on who – Aaron Craftwhite. Yeah, right, yeah, I sure. I got a story about that one, yeah. too. So I jog over. Everyone else is walking. I'm going to keep saying this, but Sully knows the guys who I'm referring to when I'm saying these stories. And certain guys are pouting and making making a scene about, we got to run a couple 22s. We're basketball players. We can do that. Yeah. And, well, some. and Coach Mata went on a rant that if you're close to me, you've heard the stories um, where he – Coach Mata doesn't, doesn't walk very well for multiple medical reasons, but he was jogging around the gym. He was so mad at us that day. Um, even opened the emergency exit to scream the F word. There was, it was, uh, Did the alarm go off? No, the alarm didn't go off. He's Coach Mata. He, he, knew, he knew what he was doing. <laughs> but um, it, was, it was incredible because you're right. They, he, ex- he didn't expect perfection out of you, but he just wanted you to play hard and play the way he wanted you to play. And we, we weren't doing that as well as, as, as your squads were. Um, What's his uh, go-to gum flavor? Because, you know, as a fan watching the games from home, my favorite Coach Mata moment is when the gum fell out of his <laughs> mouth onto the ground. And he got unlimited gum for that. Yeah. Well, what way. flavor? It's just whatever choice was, he I wants. Think it was, juicy uh, fruit. Juicy fruit. Yeah. yeah. It was juicy fruit. You should have seen – I don't know if you saw it. When he got that, like, lifetime supply of gum, in his office it was just a display of gum. Yeah, I know. It's Incredible. Like, I would walk in there and so he would hand like, me a pack of gum. Yeah, so it's like – you know how, like, you go to, like, a fair or, like, a – a little festival, like and then the they Columbus have state fair. Yeah, and then they have like What's going on right now, I think. And then they have like these little stands of like promotional stands. Like, yeah, that's basically what Coach Mata has, but it's in his room, like his office. I mean, Just he's a legend. But, nothing but freaking <laughs> Minute Maid lemonades and fruit punches and propels and while we go downstairs. So that, that was we had twelve Gatorades. That was pre. <laughs> that was pre social media. Like, pre-social media boom. Yeah. If that gum falling out going back into his mouth happened now, it would be the most viral video ever. Oh, no, and it's still – I remember – I don't know if it happened twice, but it definitely happened when I was there. And people ate that shit up. I mean, it was no, – No pun intended. No pun intended. But it, was, but it was – I mean, Coach Mata, when he wanted to be funny, I mean, the dude was hilarious. Right. But, like, he wasn't, you know, as charismatic as, you know, to the, to the media and to the world as uh, – he was to us, especially yeah. to you, I'm sure. No, he was. He he's he's a funny guy. I won't I won't get into every detail, yeah. Coach Mata, but he's a he's a great guy. He's yeah. A hopefully, great a future guy. guest on this podcast. Great yeah, guy. Yeah, he's Ooh, a great nice. guy. He's a great guy. What's your best? Maybe even recruiting, Coach Mata story. <laughs> that you can tell. Careful, careful. You can tell. <laughs> uh oh, come on. Probably my favorite story that I love to tell. Yeah. It's probably because he's so stingy. You know? mm-hmm. He's a really stingy guy. So I was just like thirsty as hell after shooting around. And I'm, there's a Gatorade station. You know, back in our day, it wasn't no unlimited Gatorade <laughs> waters. You know, Vinny used to put freaking two, 12 Gatorades for 12 players. And if somebody took Vinny an was our Gatorade, athletic trainer. <laughs> if somebody got an extra Gatorade, you're fucked. You don't get nothing. You don't get nothing. So it's just like, he's like, I put 12 in there, dude. So after a while, people start writing their names. But long story short, we're at shoot around. I'm thirsty as hell. Coach, let me get $2. <laughs> what the fuck? This <laughs> <laughs> violation. Go downstairs and get some water. Use some water fountain. I said, Coach. Just like that, too. <laughs> you know, and it's just like, come on, Coach. He's just stingy. And that's the reason why he's always going to have money. Oh, He's man. a stingy guy. We're talking. But it's out of love. It's we're talking love. a lot about practice. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people who are definitely interested in some of the real live game moments. Do you have like a moment in any of your games at Ohio State that you remember so vividly that you're like, that's the moment that sticks out for me? Joey would tell you, it's when you're 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 totally playing the worst basketball of your life. I've never done that before. And <laughs> and Coach Mata is pissed. And you just see the whole huddle. Like in the media timeout, you have your little, you have your seats. So your point guard sits in the middle. Then you have your four and your two, three and a five. So that's that's your lineup. The way you sit in the, Going in from the left media to right. timeout. Yeah. So when Coach Mata brings everybody close, you know, <laughs> again, Coach Mata doesn't move well because of medical reasons, and we understand. But when he wants to move well, he can really move well. So no he gets doubt. down on one knee, and he cusses us the fuck out. Like, <laughs> like, like, what the fuck are you guys doing? That's not the shit I drew up. What the? Like, you know what I'm saying? He's just cussing us the fuck out, right? And then he just walks out the huddle, 
And everybody kind of dispersed. He's about red as a tomato. And he just starts smiling like nothing ever happened. <laughs> and he just walks out the other door. And then, then, then as you're walking out, come on, guys. Come on, guys. Yeah, that's like, what you get on the mic'd up on that's, ESPN. That's, that's, like, come you on, get, guys. Yeah, yeah. You get, that's the mic up version. But the whole time we were in the huddle, nobody in the arena could see him. He's cussing you the fuck out. Yeah. Like, see, that's but the favorite. difference between Sully and me is that then he walks over to me, gives me a wink, and goes, how is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, <laughs> because, right? because he knows he's a master manipulator. He was a psychology major in college. He knows how to work humans, and different people need different buttons to be pressed. And like, sure. and we had guys that he couldn't yell at, and he knew that. And then he knows that because Sully's like a son to him, he can yell at him, you know. And like Raf, he can yell at Raf. I think, think Raf is more of a son. Well, I'm that's a like, li- that's I'm a like literal the cousin. Son. That's like a, the cousin. that's like his literal son. But yeah, yeah, yeah I'm like that's, his a, that's a whole different. You mentioned story. you mentioned Raf, so he came over for just that one year, right? Two. two years, yeah, two. but he had to sit a year, right? Yeah, well, yes, he had to sit my freshman year. And now it's like he's part of the crew, like he was a four-year player. Mm-hmm. Was it just so seamless he just got there and he was part of the team right away? Yeah, I think I think that's just the Ohio State way, though. For Honestly, sure. All jokes aside, like, as you can see, like, Joey comes around. And we, I don't even think – did anybody play with you? No. Nobody, not a single guy here. No, not not one guy played with Joey, but Joey comes around. It's like Joey, what's yeah. up? Smoke, how you doing? Tile gang, like you know what I'm saying? We're, shout out. I got the, the shirt. Gang. I yeah, got I got the shirt too. But you know, everything is like you know, it's love. It's a brotherhood. It's a brotherhood. Unspoken you know? bond. I mean, exactly. we all know what each other's been through to get to this point. For Rev, I can't really speak for Rev, but I know from previous conversations. I mean, it was tough for him because he was coming there thinking that you were leaving, kind of. Mm-hmm. And he knew he was going to get some PT because of that. Mm-hmm. But he embraced his role, and that's why you guys were so successful. And, I, I mean, mean, it takes a special person to do that. It does. It does. I mean, if you look at everybody, like, if you think about it, like, when Evan left, um, everybody thought, like, oh, okay, this is Dave's year. This is Will's year. This is John's year. And then I come in, and then all of a sudden the offense went from guard-oriented to, hey, Sully, get your big ass down there <laughs> and get a, get a touch so we can get a double team so we can get a wide-open three. And people don't understand, like, a guy like Dave Lighty can average 20 in college. A guy like William Buford can average 20 in college. Even a guy like John Diebler can average 20 in college. Don't tell but for the greater good, <laughs> for the greater good of our basketball teams, those guys taking a lesser role for us to be successful. And mm-hmm. you don't get that everywhere. And yeah. that's why if you see what we're doing now, Karma's crew, shout out to them, we win. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it is, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but the difference between my freshman, sophomore year with Coach Mata, regardless of coach, and then my junior, senior year with Holman is is that idea of buying in, knowing your role, being yeah, a superstar. Yeah, I also didn't play basketball enough. That was, like, yeah, literally. That's a diff- whole different story. Yeah, that's a whole different yeah. story. Like, with, with Coach Rich, we had the Tabata on Monday, Mal on, on, on Tuesday, Wednesday day off. off on Wednesday, Thursday sand pit, Friday, Friday circuit. It was the same thing. <laughs> you knew, going through the week, you knew the fuck was going to happen to you. Every and you knew when you were going to play basketball. Yeah. And we played basketball. So we did all that in the morning, go to class, come back at 3.30 in the afternoon. We played basketball. It was just like 10 of us. Play basketball, best of seven. Go to 15, ones and twos. And it never ends at that. And it never ends at that. It doesn't end because we get too competitive. Yeah. That's kind of unfair, just so you know, the ones and twos. Twos and threes is more fair. No. Ones and twos favors the guys like Diebler because then if you make two threes, nah, it's four to two versus. Yeah, it's, but we're basketball players, not mathematicians. Yeah, but that's the same thing. But we're trying no, to play as many six games to as four. Can. Six to four, all you need is a layup to tie it up. Yeah. But if you're playing ones and twos, you need a three to tie it up. That's the point. You gotta get the perfect shot. Yeah, that's oh, why. Man. That's why I just want. I just want to contribute. Yeah, that's, that's that's the point. So yeah, that's what we not did. Not a lot of basketball. Not enough basketball being played. Cause you were with us. Yeah, we. Just I used so- to walk in there all the time. Why the fuck y'all ain't playing? <laughs> well, uh, I'm like, what the, the same fuck guys are talking out? every time. Yeah. But hold up. But we need to talk about something else. If we're talking about pickup over the summer. Oh yeah. How I many? Heard. Every single game that I played, who was my teammate? Me. Yeah. Why was that? Because you're one of my favorites. (laughs) No, the truth was because everyone guarded you and no one guarded me, so I was wide open making shots. That's what you were talking about. Get your big ass down low, double team, kick it out to Joey. Well, I don't really Sully was playing point center at that point. point center in the summertime. (laughs) I don't go in the block in the summertime. I remember when Sully, my first summer was going into my sophomore year, and first of all, Sully was like a larger-than-life human in more than 
one sense of the word because he was he was one of my favorite players growing up and then he's also just a massive basketball player and so he's dribbling the ball and shooting NBA threes because he's an NBA player and I'm like struggling to get to the ball to the line because now I'm because <laughs> I'm shooting a college three for the first time I'm like isn't this dude averaging 20 and 20 off the, on the block like what is going on well, that's but quickly I learned your game over the summer that's that's where you know you use Certain guys, which you won't mention his name, because he knows who you are if you're listening. You know exactly <laughs> who I'm talking to. You know, you use them as test dummies. So, oh, know, man. Just, that's so mean. So you go back to college, and you kind of use these guys as, like, you know, they're cones. You know, they really don't understand. Like, <laughs> yeah. they think you're, they're, they're there, but they're really not there. Like, you're, you're you They're trying their work. best. Yeah, they're trying. Don't get it twisted. They're trying, but it's just cone work. That's how oh, I look man. at it. Joey mentioned, like, kind of growing up being a fan of you, so I never transitioned into the Ohio State player role so yeah. I kind of stayed a fan kind of modeled my game after you a little bit I was a little thicker with, <laughs> with a couple of C's thicker nice. with a couple of C's <laughs> but when you started shooting threes I was like all right time to add threes time to add threes <laughs> to my game. I, I was uh, I was this size I'm like 5'11 we'll say no sure. one say anything you can have it with heels yeah 5'11 yeah. And like this size in seventh and eighth grade and then all of a sudden freshman year of high school everyone's like seven inches taller than me so I'm like Got to be like Sully. Got to be a stretch five, five, some five eleven stretch yeah. five. Yeah, exactly. You but yeah, be able to. you briefly touched on like coming back after the Kentucky game. We won't talk about that a lot. But DeAndre Jordan kind of got the collective Ohio State revenge on Brandon Knight. Oh with, yeah, uh, with that big time alley. Oh for sure. Yeah. For sure. <laughs> but how quickly after that game were you like, all right, fuck it, I'm coming back. Let's do this. It was like when we lost, bro. Honestly, when we lost, I didn't like that because it was just like the fuck like how the fuck did we lose to you know Kentucky now give them credit they played one hell of a game (laughs) I mean we had a couple players off I mean Will we talk about it all the time Will went 3 for 18 like that it's hard to win anytime he does that. Will's never, ever, I don't ever, think he's ever. missed a three since. Yeah, I don't think yeah. so either. He's never, ever he's done He's been shooting 85% yeah, since then. Never done some shit like that ever, ever in his life. So, it was just one of them, it was one of them days, and I was just like, fuck it, I'm coming back. You know, I, I wasn't really looking at the money. Never really thought about chasing money. Uh, it's an know. easy decision when you're coming back to Ohio State. Yeah, it's really it. It really is. Got to meet my wife there, so. There you go. Lucky me. And it was a lockout year, right? That play? It was, no, 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 no. I don't know. It, Coach Mata looked at me. He's like, are you sure you're coming back? I said, yeah, Coach. He's like, hit me up a, a week later. You still can go. <laughs> I'm like, Coach, I'm staying. Hit me up Like, it looks good for later. both of us. Yeah. <laughs> hit me up three days later. Are you fucking sure? I said, Coach, I am staying. Oh, that's amazing. So, before we kind of transition, maybe the NBA, stuff yeah. like that. You still know the lyrics to Party in the USA? No. No? I so mean, I could if, if I actually I uh, printed them out. <laughs> Maybe me and you could sing it. Uh, what do you think? I don't know. I printed it out. I hopped up the planet and I dream of my car again. Welcome to the land of fame excess. Woo! Am I going to fit in? <laughs> Jumped in the cab, here I am for the first time. Look to my right and I see the Hollywood sign. This is all so crazy. Everybody seems so famous. Okay, 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 please, please. Sorry, you can put your headphones back. No, you gotta do the chorus. Take the chorus. No, 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 we're done. It's okay. No, 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 no. no, no. You're the only one who watches this right now. That was a lifelong dream. Yeah, no, we lived there. We're right there. But anyway, we gotta save quick for Yeah, Quick transition. Celtics. NBA basketball. Mm-hmm. Did you have a welcome to the NBA moment? Uh, play with KG. Yeah, I have a lot that can't be on told on this microphone. But I also have like one in the game where I fucked up a play, and all I remember is the goddamn Sully. All you do is fuck up my goddamn plays. And I was like, oh, fuck. You yeah, know what you have a future in? That's a pretty good doc. Coach impersonations. <laughs> because so, your coach Mata is on point, and the Doc Rivers is better than that. Bro, listen. KG, <laughs> KG and them made me do a uh, – I had to do impressions in front of Doc. And it was like, dude, they was like, do Doc. And I had to do – I had to walk like and he him. loved it probably. Nah, he was laughing. He was laughing. He was and laughing. then afterwards, he was laughing. And then I like, think so he cut into do that again. No, I think <laughs> he cut into my playing time like two weeks after that. Like it was just like I went from playing 15 minutes a game to seven. But like that was probably one of my welcome to the NBA yeah. moments. I just I literally watched the play 
and so much movement in the NBA where You're I like, thought I had run. everything <laughs> and I didn't. And God damn it, Sully, I draw up the goddamn play. You <laughs> just fuck it up. Shit. God damn it, bro. All right, two-fold question, NBA-wise. Hardest player you had to guard, favorite teammate. Andre Blatt's just the hardest person I ever had to guard. Wow. I don't know why. What? I, I when he was on the Nets? Yes, I always struggled with him. He was I'm, so I'm good, though. That. Yes, I always struggled with him. And favorite, favorite <laughs> that teammate. That is never, first of all, that's never been the answer to that question ever. Well, You're yeah. the first person to ever answer that that way. Has to be. Yeah, yeah. I mean, shit. <laughs> like, preseason game, he literally went baseline and dunked on me. So, like, I anyway. there's nothing I could do with him. At favorite time. teammate? Favorite teammate. I'm biased. So, Evan Turner, that's because the Ohio State University. That's, that's because it's. You know, but everyone, that, everyone says that's he's easy. Favorite that's, yeah, that's, yeah that's 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 perfect. Reasonable but answer. I had a couple though. Isaiah, um, Ooh, Rondo was great. Phil Pressy was another one. Oh, shout out Mizzou! Yes, <laughs> shout out Mizzou! Shout out, shout Phil, out Mizzou! Phil Pressy was an, another one. Uh, I had a lot. Jay Crowder, like these guys, Kyle Lowry, like great, great teammates. All guys, teammates. people, and that's those are like themes. Like people throw those guys out there all the time. All the time, like for, all the time. But that, that's because they always go to fight, fight for you, no matter yeah. what. No matter what, like you can be in the thickest piece of shit, they they're gonna get you out of it. So did you feel anything extra special when the Raptors won because of your time there, or not really? Not really. I mean, I was. I think I was like an NBA fan at that point. Where it was, we cool was just to see. like hell yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying. Canada got one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Canada deserves one. Right. First of all, I mean they've been having a lot of great teams. One time they had the best record in the NBA. Ran into LeBron James. That happens. Um, you know, so lucky. I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him. It worked out. One year run with Kawhi Leonard. Got a championship. I it mean, worked. It worked. Can't get mad that he left now. What about if you're going into NBA free agency right now and everyone seems to be pairing up with people? Who who's your running mate? Who are you like? No, we're a package deal. Sorry, you can take anyone for whatever reason. Joey. <laughs> That's such take, a good answer. I take Joey that'd or Crab. Really, that'd be a really good NBA team. Yeah, Joey. Joey or Crab. <laughs> can you imagine the pick and pop with us two? I'm setting the screen. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. So exactly. this is this kind of personal story. So you guys have been to Cedar Point, obviously. Right? I, I'm so scared of roller coasters. You know, but you know that like sports <laughs> bar across from one of the roller coasters that's called like the best sports bar in the country, voted mm-hmm. by ESPN, mm-hmm. which makes no sense that that's the best sports bar in the country. Mm-hmm. So you have to pay like seventy bucks to get in there. So there's probably not the best sports bar. Anyway, but I was sitting in there when you got drafted to the Celtics, and Turner was on the team already, mm-hmm. and I was like. Oh my God! This is going to be my favorite 2K team: Sollinger and Turner, same team. I don't have to create the team like we used to. <laughs> like we used to do. You That's definitely, all we did. you guys definitely created the Ohio State teams. Put Kraft Steel and at I like used 99. to put, and I used to put myself on those teams, and then fast forward five years, yeah. I'm on that team somehow. I still yeah. really don't know how that happened. But you're a good guy. It pays off sometimes. I guess so, guy. right? And to so. be able to shoot every now and then. Yeah. Is John Duber the best shooter ever? Is that a question? Is water wet? What no water's not wet. What number it's is water. Joey on that is list? Is water watered in? <laughs> yeah, that's fair. What number is Joey on that list? All time best shooters. Uh, at Ohio State? No, just in the history That's fine, we can do a history of shooting. For me? Yeah, your opinion. <laughs> well, you got me. Well you already said Diebler's number you got one. Diebler. I mean Diebler's In no particular like, order for those two. <laughs> you got it's a different level. Got Curry, Clay, Ray, Reggie. I mean Joey's about <laughs> seventh. 750. Yeah, 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 right. That's what I was gonna say. He's that. Yeah. So what's up for what's up with you from a basketball standpoint? This tournament's gonna end. Then what are you up to? Nothing. Nothing. My wife is pregnant with twins. Congratulations. Appreciate it. Boy and a girl, Jared Sollinger and, uh, and Jimmy Sollinger and, jo- and Joey. No, couldn't do Joey. <laughs> couldn't do Joey. Couldn't do Joey. But yeah. Um. So I'm gonna wait. Hanging out a little bit. Hang out a little bit. Especially if we win this, I'm definitely gonna hang out a little oh, bit. Yeah. And uh, be there for she's due September 28th. So I have no congratulations. Plans. That's awesome. Thanks. You're not gonna go drop 50 again in China? No, that's man, true. that's too hard. That's too hard. People don't understand. That's What's the language hard. barrier like when you're there? Tough. The barrier's high. Yeah. <laughs> they build a wall. <laughs> they build a wall. So overall, do you have a good experience in China or? Uh, uh, paid the bills. Yeah, I was gonna say. Long as pay the bills. My, food? my life's still on. So I'm yeah, good. That's good. Yeah, but other than that, uh, no, no, <laughs> it's not. The thing is, it's not for like, everyone. It's not. It's it's really not. It's really like 
You're, it's about the most free time that you ever have by yourself. And you're in China. You're in, yeah, so it's like you're just by yourself. You literally you watch every movie twice in a week. And you just. You had no teammates that you. I mean, I had. We play against Dwight Bikes tomorrow. Oh, wow. Which, full circle. Yeah, full circle. Full <laughs> full fucking circle. So he was my teammate. Kenny Boyton was was yeah. another one, Florida. Oh, yeah. Shout yep. out to my boy KB. You already know what it do. What it do. Um, hopefully he's listening to us. That would be pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> You'll tweet it out. No, yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so. It, China's I mean, yeah, China. Yeah, it pays the bills. Like I said, it just pays the bills. And then some. And then, yeah, yeah. Because let me tell you, pay, if you, one year for you, for me, would pay my bills for a long time. Yeah. Maybe. Well, you, <laughs> you might eat, you probably eat a little more than Joey, so the food bill. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Not I don't anymore. Know. anymore. I don't know. What's the what's the diet looking like these days? Uh, a lot of salads, a lot, a lot of, of chicken. I'm on a diet. It's myself. so funny because like I'm going the reverse. Like I haven't played competitive basketball like besides in like a men's since, league since the NCAA tournament. Yeah, right. And and I've just been like, all right, this is my vacation, and now it's turned into like a lifestyle. Oh, yeah, exactly. Don't Post tell my time. Don't Post tell my time. My dad literally. Uh, we've had multiple conversations. He's like, Joey, like it's. It's time to, to figure something out and start working out again. Like, I don't look like I'm out of shape, but, like, man, like, I can't even run up and down the court anymore. I guess I'll shoot, though. That's all that matters. That's all. I mean, if you don't you, if you don't use it, you lose it. So, remember that. Oh, my gosh. I'm ready to dominate some So, things. you're one win away from that $2 million prize. Mm-hmm. And you would probably, I assume, be named Coach of the Year for the TPT. Fuck yeah. <laughs> you better be. Would you ever consider <laughs> coaching at a higher level, or maybe it's not. This, there's no higher there's level. No higher level. Would, you would you consider ever, coaching as a profession? Consider being a college <laughs> or NBA coach. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Is I that in definitely. the future for you? You think? Do you yeah, need me to I tell Coach so. Holman? You mean to give him a ring? No, I think Coach. He 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 He's watched my number. work on the <laughs> side. I think, I think he's seen enough. But yeah, no, definitely, most definitely, especially at this this age, this level. Um, is I think it's my right. It's a calling uh, for me. Uh, I love I love being on the sideline. I love being in the ear, in the ear of the ref. I can actually cuss at the ref a little <laughs> bit. They actually allow it because now I'm the coach instead of the player. Wait, being on the bench yesterday, first of all, during, <laughs> during the TVT game, Sully's first of all, Sully's coaching his ass off. Second of all, he is he, his favorite thing to say was like, "I'm not yelling at you to the ref. I'm not yelling at <laughs> you like that. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not yelling at you." You guys tell the ref, he's like, "Damn, you ain't gonna call that call, but you're gonna call this call." He's like, "You gonna say something about everything?" It's like, listen. Not yelling. At <laughs> I'm just letting you know what I see. Yeah. I'll be wrong if I didn't protect my players. That's what I tell them all the time. But coaching, yeah, that most definitely. We see it for sure. They made that uh, phantom double dribble call on Kraft. I still can't. Believe and next that. thing you see, assistant coach Evan Turner is at the other side of the court and says, "That's bullshit." Anyone else besides you? Fucking around. Wait, do, do you, wait, wait, wait. Before we go on to our last segment, do you have an Evan Turner impersonation? Yeah, like, oh. nah, G, you fucking around, dude. <laughs> like, it's kind of Mahomesy a little bit. Yeah. He is, he is like, he is like Mahomes and Kermit the Frog mixed together yeah. in the best, in the nicest possible way. Yeah, he just, he was just yeah. like that too. He, you, you can't see what he's doing, but he's right. Be honest with you, if you rewatch the game, like me and Evan was really about to. Go at the ref because at one point it's four to zero in the foul. It was like, yo, there's they no were try- it was, There was a way. point where they were trying to give them <laughs> it the game. Felt it, like that. Honestly, it really felt Even, like that. Honestly, it really felt like unbiasedly, it had to look like that. Yeah, because it was like, there's no fucking way. <laughs> these people are fouling and these people are not. Like, it looked like there was. And Aaron Kraft never fouls. Let's get never, that straight. Never, yeah, never, that's not yeah. possible. Even Ted Valentine says, you know, sometimes I got to call a foul just because it looks like a foul. <laughs> like, that doesn't mean it's a foul. Oh, I hope he's calling the game tomorrow. No, he's not. I already asked. Okay. How many games has he called? for you and your former teammates? Too many. Like a million? Too many. Well, he went through one stretch where they didn't like him refing, but then he came back. He was refing a lot. Every big game that we had, that was us he was too. refing. That was, that, was for, that was for the 2009-2010 team. He's got the worst whistle, like, like in terms oh, yeah. of the literal sound of the whistle. Like, yeah, yeah. It's like something's going on. 50 years. <laughs> and he thinks he's like the show, so that, yeah. that's why I love TV Teddy, man. TV but he's TV. the man. Like, you ever have a conversation with him? Like, he's he, funny as he's shit. He's so funny. When he's my funny. dad was at Ohio State, he took an officiating class, and Tay Valentine was the teacher. Oh, my God. At Ohio State. Why, why didn't you go to Ohio State? 
Well, that's really nice that you brought that up. I actually didn't get in. It's <laughs> really nice that you brought that Fuck up. Fuck you, Gordon Gee. <laughs> I had a... Uh, I think we have a different president now. It no, was, it was Gordon. It Gee was Gordon Gee then, though. At the time. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. See, know your history. Yeah. Yeah, that's how I should have gotten in. Shout out, Shout out President history. Shout out President Drake. I had dinner in his house. Both he my is parents, a really nice wife too. Both my parents went there. Okay. Wow. Two aunts, two uncles, how do you seventeen feel? cousins. How do, how do you feel when you walk into that? When you walk into like a family reunion and you're like, and you're like, go tell yours. I'm like the only non-Buckeye. So I got. Well, I'm now the only one to have interviewed you. So I got the better end of the. No, 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 no. <laughs> better end is going. Well, Missouri is a terrific school. If there you've you ever had the pleasure of being there, I'll plug. Terrific Missouri sports a school, bit. like the same, <laughs> same legacy as the Ohio State. Every every sport, yeah, There's can't match one it. The, the Ohio State. You know what? I, I agree with you. I There's was actually there last weekend. Oval Beach, and there's only one student union. And there's True. Only, and there's only well, one. And there's only one Johnson Center. There's only one chew. I was actually. In Columbus last week and went on the field, snuck in. First time? No. Okay, good. I was on the field when they uh, beat Wisconsin. You know what I did the first time I got on the Ohio State's football field as a freshman in high school? I, I Tebowed in the end zone. That was when Tebowing was oh, going on. That's cool. better. Number one, Ohio State versus Michigan in 07. They just put down the new fucking turf that cost like a million and three dollars, right? Fucking win. All the students fucking rush, and guess what they do? <laughs> Dig up the fucking turf. <laughs> That's and, and put it and put it in. Luckily, we got enough money. We yeah. got enough money. And put it in the fucking baggie, and they took off. And me and my dad was just sitting there, was like, "Look at this." Did you storm the field ever when you were a student? No. Did you go to any games for more than a quarter? Coach Miles told me I couldn't do that. Really? Yeah. Because yeah, well, if he, I twisted my ankle, he'd be he told pissed. Me, he told me, Joey, go ahead. Yeah. Be, be the pissed. spokesperson for this team. He'd go he'd ahead. Been pissed. He'd <laughs> been pissed. What do you hate more, Michigan or losing? Well. I hate that you use that word more than. Well, you just said it. No, you, you said did, it. He did say no, it. No, you just said, said it. You said Ohio State one versus two against. Yeah, but I can say it. Well, but yeah. I can I can no, say it because no, I didn't go no, there. You didn't go there. I didn't go there. True. <laughs> okay, let's but, finish. Okay. Let's <laughs> yeah, finish. But if we had to pick, it'd probably be shit again. All right, I don't like shit again. All right, I'm with you. We're gonna do our last segment. Okay. Bullshit. It's called. Not letting you see it. It's yeah. called real or fake tweets. These are okay. tweets that mention you. We're going to read them. You have to tell them if they're real or fake. Tell us if they're real or fake. Okay. All right, I'll go first. I'll read the first one. Jared Sellinger was the most overrated number one ranked high school real. player ever. Real. It is real, but I'll finish it. And he didn't <laughs> sign my kid's poster when we went to the NCAA tournament in Pittsburgh. Real. That's real, but I, don't, it, but I don't remember it, and I'm sorry. Well, I dug it up from, like, 2012. Okay. I was digging deep. How okay. about, I'm not, capital not, saying the Celtics should have re-signed them, but you know who the C's miss right now? Evan Turner and Jared, Jared Sollinger, for real. That's real. Yep. That is, you're good also at this. Real. All right, this one. Jared Sollinger's high school jersey is so big, he should donate it as a blanket to the homeless. That's fake. Yeah, it might be real. I made it up. Oh, okay. Yeah, How about this one? You don't know if I'm reading it off my notes or off Twitter. Jared Solinger being skinnier as a coach for Carmen's crew in the basketball tournament than any point during his career as a Boston Celtic is the most Jared Solinger shit I've ever seen in my life. True. <laughs> That's a real tweet. That's real. That's real. All right. That's all we got for you, my man. Sully, thank you. Good luck tomorrow. The first, the first guest in Drive the Lane podcast history. Yeah, let's go for two million dollars. Let's go for two million tomorrow, man. I'll, I'll I'll be on the bench. Yes, sir. I'll be in the locker room. I'll be a couple rows behind the bench. As you should. Can I get into the locker room, or what's the deal Uh, with that? (laughs) Maybe I can get one of those passes. Yeah, no, you're asking too much. I think about (laughs) it. I think about it. Think about it. Just give me a point after the win. Be like, yeah, it's because you. I'll be too busy worried about the money. Making sure everybody. Good day, fair share. Oh, from Zell. From Zell. Wait, Zell. wait, before we end, what's your cut? I don't know. To be determined. They have they have the cuts like out there on TV. Yeah, they have like ETF and like one dollar. Yeah, that's a total lie. Yeah. We will never do Evan Turner like that, even if he has seventy five million dollars. Oh, We're never gonna do that to him. Yeah. And that's why Buckeyes are Buckeyes for life, man. Facts. And Mizzou is they're tigers. We're tigers Period. for life. Period. Tigers, tigers for life. M I Z. And you're not getting a response to that. M-I-Z. Jared Sonder, Sully, we appreciate you, man. You're the best. Thanks. Thank yes, you. Sir. We warned you guys that was going to be a good interview. We told you. 
I mean, did we tell him, Joey, or did yeah, we tell I him? I mean, we told him. He, Sully's, he's, man, he's an all-time great. The, 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 I can't say enough good things about the guy. The fact that he loves my mom more than he loves me, I mean, that shows a lot about a guy, I'd say. You know, he said he would pick you to play on an NBA team with. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, that's the easy answer, you know? I, yeah, I'm flattered by that. I wish he would have given us, you know, some intel. But, yeah, I mean, yeah, to say I'm flattered is an understatement. I mean, could I play in the NBA? With this body, of course. Absolutely. You know, me and Sully would be hard to stop in the pick and roll like we talked about. I think we're getting a little carried away with NBA, but that's a pretty good two-on-two team, if you're asking me. A, a two-on-two team in about any men's league, we are dominating. Well, obviously, if, if Sully's playing in any men's league. <laughs> I mean, like, kind of across the, the country, you know, Sully's level or below, that's a pretty good two-on-two team. I think you're beating... A lot of people. Yeah, I'd I'd have as the as the Vegas odds favorite. Yeah, definitely, 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 definitely. So before we head out, you know, I've actually always wondered this. I don't think I've ever, if I've ever asked you. You know, we talked to the talked to Sully about this. Do you have a memory as a fan that sticks with you back before you were a player that you're like that was my favorite Buckeye moment growing up? Two things. Um, one is. I obviously I'm from the suburbs of Chicago, very close to uh, Northwestern University, and um, I would go to just about every Northwestern game because they were always playing great teams. But especially when they were playing Ohio State, obviously I made a point to go. And one year I stayed after the game and took a picture with Lenzel Smith, Aaron Kraft, and Sam Thompson. And to this day, every time I see Kraft, even Sam too, I show him that picture, and it's really funny. And we even the other day at the TBT we recreated that picture, me, Aaron, and my sister. Um, so that's pretty funny. Um, that's one memory that sticks out because being a fan and now being a player. But another memory is um, actually revolves around Northwestern also, but I went to Columbus for a game my freshman year of high school. And um, after the game, we went to Five Guys to get uh, food because it was just about the only place open. And, of course, we're the only people in the restaurant. And who walks in? Sam Thompson and LaQuentin Ross. And to say I was excited was an understatement. I go, Mom, Mom. You gotta, you gotta do your thing. You gotta go talk to them so that we can, so that I can meet them and take a picture with them. And long story short, my mom, if you, if anyone knows my mom, she'll talk to a brick wall. But she uh, went over to them, introduced herself. Sam was actually wearing his Whitney Young hat, so that that was the conversation starter because Whitney Young, Chicago school. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. It, it's something. Those are two things that when I see Sam, definitely get brought up. But I mean, those stick out in terms of me going from fan to a player. It, it was funny because. I always made it a point when I was, you know, my time at Ohio State to go out of my way to sign things, take pictures, you know, re- respond on Twitter, respond on Instagram, because, like, I was that guy when I was a kid, and, and I know that, you know, getting a response from, from my favorite player would have meant the world to me. So if I can even do half that to any person, um, you know, wherever they might be from, uh, I'm always willing to do it. So what I told Sully before the interview... And this is kind of a similar story as a fan. Big Ten Tournament. Sully was no longer a player. He's sitting courtside at the Big Ten Tournament. I'm there watching the game. And I go down and I go, Yo, Sully, can I come get a picture with you? And he's like, Absolutely, head down. So I'm walking down and the woman who was like doing the tickets or whatever said, Excuse me, sir. And I was like, in eighth grade being called sir. Not a sir. But she was like, Excuse me, sir, you can't go down there. And Sully goes, no, 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 it's cool. He's with me. <laughs> so then I went home and I told everyone, yo, I was chilling with Sully. He got me into his VIP area. But I got a picture with him. I showed him the picture. Similar to what you said earlier about, you know, showing Kraft right. the picture. But, oh, and uh, a legend has walked downstairs. Rocky the yeah. dog. Previously mentioned Rocky. Hopefully he didn't poop hopefully, in the house. Yeah, hopefully he didn't poop. But, yeah. Uh both kind of have funny fan experiences, and then you, of course, went on to be a player. I gotta ask this: What's your moment that sticks out as a player? That in 85 years, when you're 110, oh jeez, and you're laying in bed, and someone says, "What can you tell us about Ohio State?" What are you saying? Well, I'm from gonna, your playing days, I'm gonna tell them. I'm gonna say to my grandkids. I'm gonna say, you know, Johnny, Jimmy, whatever their names are. I didn't play a whole lot. But I never missed a I never missed a shot in any of my games. That's what I'll start with because by then who knows if my stats will even be out there. 
But no, what will actually stick out to me is is a um, few things. One, um, my first basket, my freshman year against Mercer, top of the key three. I was I missed like my first six shots of the year. My teammates did an awesome job of when I was whenever I was in the game of just finding me and feeding me and telling me to chuck it up there. And that you know that caused for some uh, pretty bad shots. But finally got a great look, knocked it down. That's one thing that I'll always remember because I I hit it, put the put the three up like. Yeah, I, that image is glued in my head. Um, second would be my uh, junior year at St. John's, um, St. John Arena. Uh, hitting a three and hearing the crowd go wild in the shot is one thing, but in St. John, it was a whole different level. It was super loud. Um, that turned out to be one of the best weekends ever because we just destroyed that team up north the next day. Um, I also had a couple steals in that game and, and a nice uh, couple of passes. Um, so that was a stat sheet, stat sheet stuffer performance for me. Um, another one that sticks out, my sophomore year, um, we didn't have a great year, but at this point we were undefeated. Um, but it was like the sixth game of the year. Um, we were playing uh, Jackson State maybe. And um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but um, my entire family, like extended family to my grandparents, my cousins, my aunts and uncles all came up for the game because it was around Thanksgiving and we were all going to all have Thanksgiving dinner together uh, in Columbus. And um, I hit two threes in that game, uh, which was my career high at the time and stayed my career high. Uh, And to have all my family there, um, to see that happen was just ridiculous. Um, And then the last thing, if we're going one from each year, uh, my senior year, um, beating Iowa State, getting into the tournament just itself was just insane because, I mean, Coach Holman was always very confident, and I don't know if that was just a cover-up for being super nervous, but he was always confident with us. I had a really good feeling that we were going to get in too, but obviously until I saw our names, I was so nervous. Uh, and then we got matched with Iowa State, and I was kind of excited, and I was like, you know what? Like This game, um, they're not expecting us to punch them in the mouth like we were going to. So um, winning that game, um, I, you know, the only upset I ever had in my life in the NCAA tournament, being a part of what makes the NCAA tournament so great, the um, madness. Exactly. The being a part of the madness, I mean, it's just something that every kid dreams of. So That was a pretty good answer. Yeah, thanks. You stretched it out. Yeah, right. Exactly from, what the list is. One wanted. from each year, right? Yeah. So that concludes episode one of Drive the Lane. We have some very good guests coming up. You are going to want to listen because they are names that you know. Some players of the year, some good shooters. We won't give too much away. I won't spoil anything. Players of the year in every single category you can yeah. think of. Yeah. Um, it's exciting. I Hopefully you guys don't listen to this one and stop here because uh, to say it only gets better from here would be an understatement. Like, uh, subscribe, share, retweet, post it, send this thing around. You know you want your friends to hear it. You know your friends will want to hear it. This is Drive the Lane, and you'll be hearing from us very soon. We'll catch you next time, folks.